This episode is brought to you by Bevel and the Razor Guard, Tristan Walker, the man behind the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code TACKSTONE to get the first month of Bevel free. That's right, free at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Offer code TACKSTONE. Shout out to UN Athletics for holding us down. The Philadelphia show was epic. We gave it away to somebody who pissed on himself in the crowd um, and threw up. God bless that young man. And we gave it to another young lady who had a 16-year-old son with big feet. Shout out to you and Athletics for holding us down. Make sure you use promo code TAX15 to get 15% off your you and Athletics sneakers. That's at youandathletics.com, TAX15. And you also get free shipping. And when you purchase your motherfucking you and Athletics, make sure you hit us up and you let us know you got your you ones on. Show us how you were sporting them and let us know how you getting busy with your you ones, beloved. Get your 15% off also. Be respectful to your feet. Use code TAX15 at youandathletics.com. Be safe, though. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy. Tax season. We back for another week. Listen, everybody, I got a motherfucking announcement. I got a motherfucking live motherfucking show in London at the Greenwood Theater, September 10th, which is a Saturday. Tickets go on sale at noon, London time. Friday, noon, London time, taxseasonlive.com. Everybody in London, come the fuck out. We going to turn shit up out there. I'm going to bring a douce. We going to be drinking. I want all the perky titty women to run up on me with enthusiasm and a lot of motherfucking ambition. You understand? All my motherfucking mates out there. Hey, hey, mate. I don't know what the fuck y'all be saying. Motherfuckers from London be hitting me with guns and shit. I about to report the government on y'all because I like, yo, listen, I, I want to get into London. I got a couple felonies and I'm not down with these niggas. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. You better say that shit. <laughs> so um, shout out to everybody in London, man. Yo, we here right now with motherfucking T to the motherfucking K, TK Kirkland. And Mr. Tax motherfucker <laughs> sees it. <laughs> Let me, see, see, I'm so far into so much different shit. Yeah. When they were saying tax Tax season, I thought you was an accountant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know that's what, what most people believe. Yeah, I said, oh, he must be an accountant. Tax season. I'm trying to put all that together. But to come see you and know that you're a real young nigga and, and, and got the conditioner in your beard, got the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got the waves down. Yep. I, it's truly a pleasure, my man. Yeah, it's truly man. a pleasure. I'm just out here trying to flourish, man. You know, they be down here disrespecting niggas with luxurious beds. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. just one of them that want to stand up for more out here. I totally respect that, my man. <laughs> you know, and I'm a, I'm an opportunist, right? Mm -hmm. I would love to do your show with you in London on September 10th. Yo, you should motherfucking come, that man. That would be gangster. That's some fly shit. T to the motherfucking K in it, tax season. Yeah. I'm telling you, dog. That shit would be epic. It would be epic. No, I like that. I like that. It will be epic. We got to speak about that. Yeah, man. we'll talk about it off that, the air. That could be something great. It, it'll be something different. Let's get something to the, unique. So let's get to the root. Yes. Of T to the motherfucking K. Yes. You're originally from Philly, correct? No, I'm originally from Jersey City, New Jersey, Brick City, baby. Oh shit. Yeah, I came out of You're Jersey City. You're not to be trusted. Absolutely, because you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, but I put a spin on Jersey City. Mm -hmm. See, when I came up, what people don't know that I was not getting into trouble. 
mm-hmm. doing all the right stuff. I was a track star. You know, I was winning track meets at the Garden, winning pin relays. And I got a track scholarship to Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Um, went out there, got into the track game, flourished in that. Then I went to Cal State Northridge and got my master's degree. And then everything from there is when life started becoming challenging. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I met Keenan Ivy Wayans. Yeah. Then I started meeting the Eddie Murphys, the Teddy Rileys. How did you meet Snoop these Dogg. dudes? Like I was just out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, part of Jersey City still was in me. And that's how I got to me being Eddie Murphy's house. And stealing Charlie Murphy's watch, <laughs> and it was. And I'm, I'm not. I'm ashamed of it. Yeah. But it was part of my life journey. Mm-hmm. It made me a better man. And the only reason why I still talk about it because people still talk about it. Yeah. But that's because I'm such a phenomenal stand-up comic. They have to have something to associate with me because I'm good. But you know what? <laughs> he got this going over here too. But it doesn't make a difference. It's because it's two different things. Yeah. You know. So that's the way I came up in the game. So you so you you stole motherfucking Charlie Murphy watch. I stole Charlie Murphy's watch. Yeah, true story. Why was it shiny? I probably had a little glare. To it. <laughs> but what's crazy? What people need to know: I was 19 years old. Yeah, I'm 55 now. Mm. So it was a long, long, long time ago. And when you're 19, you you always doing something crazy and something that you're not supposed to do. Um, but it taught me. That when uh, you let someone in your home and they, you disrespect their home, that's an embarrassing situation. Mm. But I never cast judgment on people because I tell them, hey, you can overcome this. Mm-hmm. You can achieve in life. Just get it behind you as quickly possible and try. We're not always going to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but try to do the right thing. And you'll have more wins than losses. Yeah. That's that's, that's a, fact. a fact. I could definitely that's a fact. agree with that. You'll definitely have more W's and L's. I can agree with mm-hmm. that. So from Jersey City, where did you wind up? From Jersey City, I went to Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And then Arizona State, that's Phoenix, Arizona. Then I was in California from there. And boom, it was just rolling after that. Mm-hmm. But I was in the hustling game. I was a street nigga, too. So I came up with my family with the Junior Mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousins, James Colden, was the real Junior Mafias. And we was out there slinging, doing my thing. I was the baby in the family mm-hmm. and just making thousands and thousands of dollars and, and, and stashing and just being um, low-key, not trying to be in the spotlight. Um, jumped into comedy because comedy really was a front mm-hmm. in my life. It was something I really wanted to do and got good at it. But I got so good at it that so it took So you was off. using comedy, but you was just hustling. I was hustling because mm. I was the I was the plug in mostly every city in America mm. around the country. So comedy was a front. So when guys was getting 50 and $75, I was getting hundreds of thousands mm. in the next six or seven hours over the weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you there to do a show, but yeah. you was really doing a show. I was really doing a show. Nah. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago, but um, it made me who I am today. So I try to encourage people like, and, and motivate them. Mm-hmm. I go on stage. I talk a lot of shit because, you know, your generation, these young men out here is, 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 is fucking these girls and nothing in them and mm-hmm. don't have no money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And talk about some fine women. Yeah. You know, and I'm a, even though I'm 55. Out here fucking the soul you Yeah. And I'm, and I'm a real nigga. You know, I come to town. I want to take a young lady shopping. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to get her hair and nails done. I want to fuck her. I want to treat her good. Mm-hmm. But she's so fucked up from the nigga that got there before me 
Now I got to be a motivational speaker. Mm. I got to be a psychological therapist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to get the bitch on track. Exactly. Now I don't want to fuck you because mm-hmm. you're damaged. So my job now is to rebuild you yeah. so that to let you know that you can be with somebody else. So I just want our women to make better choices in the type of dudes that they fucking. Because as I was going through a sale, so girl, I was pregnant, gorgeous, catching the bus. Wow. Baby, you're supposed to have a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the way I think that pussy look, it should be on German leather. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck not, right? Yeah, you know, girl girl got shit together. Her pussy should be on German leather. So when you hit the potholes, mm. it won't fuck up the chemical balances in the pussy. Oh, man, yo. <laughs> you're a fucking scientist, oh, man. Oh, I'm a pussyologist. <laughs> <laughs> That's two levels higher than a gynecologist. It's a, oh, shit. <laughs> so you're a pussyologist. I'm a pussyologist. Damn, man, I need to work on this. Yes, sir. There's only two in America. You know, yeah, yeah one died in 1992, and I'm the only one still left. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if y'all want to meet a pussyologist, track down this motherfucker. Book TK Kirkland in. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, I hate these headphones, man. No, they good. These shits? They good. Nah, they, these, these are, you got the same ones as me? Yeah, probably so, yeah. No, these different. Okay. These shits, they they like they are good headphones. Yeah, these SMS shits, but they always like hurt my ears. Like they okay. pinch them a little bit. Right, you have a wide head, and I you I got sensitive ears. Yeah, you could, you could have been a football player. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your head is wide. You just got to get used to it. They called me Keyshawn Johnson once or twice. Right, <laughs> but you know why you got a wide head? Why is that? Because you're so fly. God had to do something to keep you humble. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're really a motivational speaker, <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely, it made me feel good about <laughs> yes, myself. Sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I had to get a little bit of water to balance out this douce. Yes, sir. You know how I get. Yeah. Ooh, yo, you got a show at Caroline's today. Yes. At what time is it? It's seven thirty p.m. at Caroline's. It's the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, mm-hmm. DJ Envy. Um, I did something different because I didn't want to use the regular comedians I normally see mm-hmm. when I come to town because I've been doing this a long time, right? What comedians have done is taken not my style, but subject matter. And I don't want three or four comics on the same show. We all talking about the same thing. Exactly. So by the time I get on stage, I got to adjust my jokes because you untalked about everything I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, your subject matters and shit like that. Exactly. So I put a whole twist in the game. Mm. Um, by this time tomorrow, we should be sold out. Um, we're doing really, really good. All this airs, this airs 6 in the morning um, today. The Breakfast Club airs at 9 by mm-hmm. 7.30 tomorrow night. It should be. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's over. It's over. Yeah, you might as well. It's over for that. It's over. Just put my motherfucking tickets to the side. Yeah, I got you. you I got you, I mean? family. Yes, so, sir. You just got to make sure you come. Yeah, I'm going to come through yeah. rolling there with a lady friend. Okay, you know cool, I mean? cool, cool. And a pistol. Do they check niggas in Caroline? Yeah, they check niggas in Caroline. Yeah. No, you know what? They don't. But you got to come with a pistol, come with a pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I only go places they don't check people. Let me tell you, because the CYA cover your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You just never motherfucking know. Yeah. You know, because I remember I um, knocked off a bitch in L.A. And it was a comedian's ex-girl. But the nigga was jealous. I pulled the bitch. Mm. The nigga snuck up on me, fam, at a comedy show with a pipe. Hit me on side my motherfucking neck. What and I almost fuck? died about two years ago over a bitch. And it took everything in my heart not to get the nigga. Mm. So I had to pray to God even harder. Um... But this is when your experiences come back to teach you. I didn't want to be in front of a judge no more. I didn't want to be in front of no prosecutors. And you traveling the country, you got to be back here a certain day every 60 days mm-hmm. for a court 
for a court date. That's not the way. So I had to take it on the chin mm-hmm. and move forward because I didn't want to go to war. That's gross. Over a female. You know, the, you, I always say that, man. If I died over a bitch, yeah, it's Jesus. crazy. Like you guys out here in the world, you niggas is dying over fucking females. Like y'all can't get another bitch, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do you know June 18th every year there's a group of college bitches graduating? <laughs> <laughs> every year, every fucking June year, it's a whole new team coming it's a out whole here. And niggas is stressing over these bitches trying breed. to trying to kill a nigga that the bitch fucked. Mm-hmm. Some niggas kill the bitch. Yeah. Some niggas kill the bitch, the nigga. Yeah. Some niggas Puerto kill Ricans. the nigga, the bitch, and kill themselves. And the kids. Yeah, and the kids. Yep. Who raised these niggas, yo? Yeah, misguided individuals. Misguided, you know I mean? yo. Yo, understand misguided. niggas moving in with bitches, and when a good girl wanna put you out, niggas wanna tear up everything in the house. <laughs> 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 What the fuck is wrong with niggas these out niggas, here moving dog? like scorn women? Niggas is moving in with bitches, and when the bitch tired, he want to tear shit up. Let me tell you, you a nigga, cut a when a nigga up. moving with a bitch, you know what real niggas do? What? You ask her how much her rent is, and you drop the bitch off five stacks out the gate. Mm. Say, babe, this is for you. Boom, because that's what a real nigga's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if we break up, bitch, keep that. I'm not going to ask you for my motherfucking five thousand back. I'm fucking you. We having a good time. You know, I, I probably got caught cheating. Mm. You probably cheated on me, but I'm not going to like, oh, bitch, you ain't shit. It's a group of college bitches graduating in June. <laughs> <laughs> and bitches mad. Right. I'm not going to stress mm-hmm. over you because life's too beautiful. Mm-hmm. And these niggas just don't understand. So I, my show goes after those type of men. And when you're young, you're not going to listen to me. Mm. I already know they're not going to listen to me. But I want you to say to yourself one day, at least I heard it. Exactly. I heard it. Yeah, and I, you know what's crazy? I, I said that listening to you. I was watching your shit a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, young niggas won't understand much of this. Right. But, and, and it made me understand because I used to watch you before. Right. And it was like some of the shit you said back then I'm now knowing, yes. you know what I mean? Right. So I understand it perfectly. Yeah, so you at least like, damn, at least I heard it. Because mm-hmm. my job is to feed society the information. Mm. It's up to you how you process it. And if you process it well, you're going to do well. If you fuck up during the, on, on, on that path, you, you, you pull to the side of the road, you regroup, and you move on. Yeah. But I got girls. I got two daughters, 12 and 13. They mean everything to me. So, and I know that young generation, these niggas is fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I have to do when my girls get a certain age, I got to put them on birth control. They got to get on birth control because there is going to be a smooth nigga that's going to knock my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want my daughters to get pregnant by a nigga. So, you can always forgive or forget a nigga. But I don't want you to have a baby from the wrong nigga for you to be reminded for the rest of your life the mistake exactly. that you made. Mm-hmm. Real talk, yo. So that's why I'm here. That's my my, this is my you journey. Definitely on Earth. Gotta, you definitely got to. I always tell people, like, I always say I want daughters. Right. And people be like, why you want daughters? Part of the reason is because I've been in the streets all my life and I'll right. be scared for boys. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's why I tell people now, like, people be sending threats to me for speaking my mind and shit. Mm-hmm. And I always tell niggas, you could kill me tomorrow. It wouldn't even matter. Right. Because I lived my I lived my life already. My little brother, all only thing I wanted was my little brother not to be a gangster. Let me ask you. And he not. And people threatening you for what? 
I, I give my opinion on people. And people get people upset. People don't like that, man. man. It's something in the air with these bitch-ass niggas, mm-hmm. yo. It's something in the water. To to call a nigga on the radio and say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to you. Life is not that motherfucking serious, nigga. Yeah. Go play basketball or go jogging you or know, ride a bike. You know what hurts them is that when they do it, I respond back so fast mm-hmm. and reciprocate the same energy right. that they be, like, confused. Well, I'm going to share something with you. you. Know, don't. Don't don't go towards negativity. Mm-hmm. If a motherfucker now, what's right in life? Everybody has their own opinion. You gotta let them have their own opinion. I, I, there's no law that says you can't say what you feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to respond because it doesn't do anything for you. What you have to say when you see something that you don't like, that person is entitled to their opinion because social media and shows like this now has inflamed young men and women. Mm. I mean, so much hate is going around society that you could say something positive, don't get no love. Mm. Like when I did the show in January, we talked about Suge, we talked about Puff, we talked about the credit cards, Eddie Murphy. But when I said Kevin Hart wasn't funny, that shit went viral, yeah, because it was negative. Exactly, and, what, and, and 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 what people don't understand is you are entitled to your opinion. What people don't understand about when I said about Kevin Hart, and I want to take the time to explain here, and in the business that we're in is called show business. Mm-hmm. There's some people that just got an okay type show, but their business style is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think Jay Z is horrible on stage. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Jay-Z is horrible, but on music, listening to that nigga in your vehicle, that nigga make you go get 200 motherfucking thousand, go shopping, and pull one of the finest bitches in the game. <laughs> but on stage, he's horrible because he's boring. Mm-hmm. Business-wise, the nigga is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, 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 what's my man, Buster Rhymes? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal showman. Him and his partner, when they on stage rapping, yeah, can't style. nobody fuck with them niggas. And he's phenomenal in business, right? DMX, great showmanship. Fucked up in business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked up in business. You understand what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah, so um, when I talked about Kevin, it wasn't that Kevin's not phenomenal. It's just that Kevin, to me, is just an okay comic. Mm. But in business... That nigga is five star. Yeah, that's a five fact. star. He on a whole nother motherfucker planet. Yeah, Kevin so out here shaking shit the shaking. fuck up. <laughs> so people who are listening across the world understand that me and taxis is not hating on people. We want we, what we're trying to show you is that you are entitled to your opinion. You don't go and attack someone because they're entitled to their opinion. You can't say, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fuck your kids and all that type of shit because <laughs> this nigga got an opinion. It's time for motherfuckers to grow up. Yeah. You know, it's time for motherfuckers to pay your taxes, eat pussy, and drink champagne, nigga. Yeah. You know, see, niggas who talk a lot of shit don't eat pussy. You eat pussy tax season? Yeah. I, because I, like, your I neck structure is strong. I need to eat more, Yeah, how many actually. times a week, you think? I need to eat more, about twice. Oh, that's horrible, tax season. Yeah. Yeah, you got to eat pussy every day. <laughs> <laughs> pussy is a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> 
pussy is a fruit. <laughs> it's a fruit, yo. Great, great nectar. Yeah, you got to keep your skin smooth. No, my skin has been phenomenal, I've been told, but it's from a from a combination of juicing, praying, and, and pussy. Okay, yeah, but you got to get the two the two days up, yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. At least four? At least, the, 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 you, 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 at least four. Four. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, and I'll teach you a few little things. You know, you ever put a girl on the edge of a mattress? And you slide her like to the edge, right? Mm-hmm. To let her lips be a couple centimeters over the mattress. This is a <laughs> pussy lips, and you have her lean back on the arms and, mm-hmm. and tilt her head back, and you peel back her lips of her pussy mm-hmm. like it's an artichoke. Have you ever had yes, artichoke before? Yes. And Delicious. you lick that and suck that to <laughs> its cup, nigga. Oh, nigga, what? You ever made a girl squirt? Pussy eating by T.K. Kirkland. <laughs> Have you ever made a girl yeah, squirt? Oh, yeah. nigga, you know how? You know why most men don't know how to make a woman squirt? I don't. I think I did it by mistake. I still. I don't well, know. What the it's fuck. not that. It's just that your conversation was so phenomenal mm. that it got into her subconscious. So when a woman feels she can trust a nigga and feel comfortable, she allows herself to let herself go. She let go. loose. Yeah. She let loose. But niggas, bitches, don't trust niggas. And girls want to get fucked, too. Mm-hmm. So they'll fuck you, but they ain't going to let themselves go. Because most niggas tell, oh, yeah, I fucked that bitch. Or, mm-hmm. That bitch sucked my dick. And that. When the fuck did this start happening? Yeah, I like, remember that back in the days, man. That's why, I like, you know what's crazy? Lately in my life, I've been, like, um, I've, I've always been mad stealth, like, with my women. Like, I won't right. let nobody know I'm dealing with. Because when I was younger, right. I got head from a chick, told a dude, mm-hmm. he seen her. Like, while I was with her, like, you suck tax dick, you ain't gonna suck mine. Whoa. And, like, she was, like, my bitch at the time. Right. You know, on the low, because I was sneaking with her on the low, wasn't right. telling niggas. Right. But ever since then, I had stopped speaking on chicks yep. that I was dealing That's with. That's right. But what I have realized, I have a friend that deals with women, and he don't got no drama going on, right? Mm-hmm. This nigga will create drama, and his women will love him more. Like, wow. I've been watching this shit like, right. for the last couple years, and I'm like, yo, you, he, he'll he be sneaking whatever, fucking with whatever chick, and mm-hmm. then he'll put it out on purpose. Some, hey, put it in her face for her to know that she, he fucking with this girl, too. Right. And his women tend to love him more. Well, he, no disrespect, that's a bitch nigga. Yeah? Because anytime a man bring drama into a woman life like mm-hmm. that, that don't make you a player. It don't make you strong. Mm. You know, we have to protect our women. Just like our women have to protect us. Mm. If you're going to be a player, you be a player. You know, you don't, you don't have to put that in a, in a woman's face. Because what men don't know is that you uh, that you damage a woman for a lifetime. Mm. It takes years for a woman to recover from a bad relationship or a nigga doing them wrong. So they, they're they never the same. Mm. So what he's doing is it, it, it's probably beneficial to him. He feels special. He feels like a superhero. But he's really affecting women lives. He fucking the land up. Yeah, he, he fucking out here the land. fucking the soil. Up. Yep, he fucking the soil up. So you know, can, we got to get him to come to the show. Yeah, Is he we here? Do. He lives here in the city. He praying. He praying in another state right now. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say if that nigga in town. <laughs> <laughs> bring that nigga to the T Let's to get the motherfucking K show because he'll be a different man. Yo, what I'm going to say, yo, do you motherfucking think that Marion Suge Knight gave Easy e AIDS? No, I think all that was just rumor. Yeah. Um, Suge took um, a bad situation and just exploited it. Yeah. But all you got to do is remember karma and all the shit Suge has done to people. Has came back now. Suge should be dead. 
mm-hmm. because of all the bad things he's done. And Suge used to be my bodyguard, and I don't wish no bad on Suge. I just tell the truth, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he's suffering a slow death. Yeah. Because he in jail. And you've been locked up, I've been locked up. Let me tell you something. When you have lived a certain life, when you have fucked certain bitches, drive certain cars, been traveling around the world first class eating good food, and you in that motherfucker every day. Woo! <laughs> Do you understand it's a what I'm difference. saying? It's man. And having control. Because when you got the power, you got so much control. Yes. And that's what jail do. Right. They take the power away. Right. And they, I bet you in a place he, can't, he don't even know if it's sun, the sun out. And when you get in jail, it's amazing how all these little things become important. Right? Yeah. You start asking the, the, the jailer, what time is it? Because that becomes important to you. Mm-hmm. When you out here, you don't think about the motherfucking time that you got somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A sandwich. A real sandwich. Becomes important. Minor shit. I told you, like, I, w- I was just talking to somebody just coming from jail. And he mm-hmm. said, he said, yo, man, I remember, yo, man, I came home. The first thing I did was buy a pack of gum. Wow. I was so happy to have a pack of gum. Yep. You know what I mean? It's true, fam. Yeah. I paid a nigga in jail $20 to have a cup of his soda. Yeah. When I was going through lockup, mm-hmm. that soda, it was something about the ice in that motherfucking soda. <laughs> They had me fucking hypnotized. I said, my man, come here. I said, I'll give you $20 if you give me a drink of that motherfucker. So I'll never forget that to this day, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember when I was locked up in Los Angeles, it was a crazy, I was in protective custody because when you're a celebrity, they automatically put you in protective custody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you who was on my row up there. Tupac. <laughs> motherfucking Rick James. Do you remember the Menendez brothers? The Menendez fucking brothers. Them niggas was Menendez up there. brothers killed their they they parents. Their, they killed their parents. Yeah. All of us was in the same wing. Wow. Real shit, yo. That was a um, VH1 reality show right yeah. there. Yep. That, <laughs> and I remember um, it was people in there trying to get me to tell a joke because they knew I was a comedian. And it's like, yo, we got TK Kirkland, nigga, tell us a joke. Tell us a joke. And I was like, nah, I don't feel like it. You know, them niggas booed me in that motherfucker. They go, boo, boo. And I forgot the joke that I told. And nigga, the place went wild. <laughs> it was like I was at Madison Square Garden or the L.A. Forum. But it was a, a, um, it's an experience that um, I wouldn't wish on people but my enemies. But I'm glad I got through it. And look at where we at today. Mm-hmm. You know, we in definitely my, we in motherfucking New York City on your own radio show. This is what I I keep telling motherfuckers. Living man. life, I'm happy as a motherfucker. Yeah, staying <laughs> at some of the best hotels, fucking some of the most gorgeous women in the world, and I don't care what nobody say. You, I, I told you I'm 55, and I don't even look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the gym, swimming, massages, sauna, <laughs> steam room. I'm flossing and shit. Flat screen TV that come out of the ceiling in my hotel room. Uh-huh. Nigga, this is the life. I'm not giving this up for nobody. Exactly. Fuck all that bullshit. Fuck all that bullshit. It's, my man from jail called me the other day. He was like, yeah, you changed, my nigga. I was like, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, you're and supposed then, to change. Then he said... Yeah, you don't fuck with the niggas in jail no more. I said, I really don't. Like, right. I fuck with you. Right. Like, I really don't fuck with the niggas in jail. Right. Because the niggas in jail are stuck with in a mentality. Yep. Like, I fuck with you because you're not stuck in a mentality. Right. You could have been my friend. If you were still stuck in that shit, I wouldn't fuck with you. That's right. Real talk. So, it's like, you know, the dudes in jail, a lot of people, they feel like you got to. You owe them something. Yeah. Yeah. And you 
like you owe them half of your leg, like half your leg's supposed mm-hmm. to be in there with them. Right. And it's like, nigga, I don't want nothing to do with jail. I did jail already. Yep, that's true. I did that shit. I, I can send you I money. I won't visit nobody. Yeah, me too. And you know why I won't visit? Nigga, I, even though my record is clean, I fear that I walk in there and visit someone, they'll find something on me <laughs> <laughs> while I'm in there visiting the motherfucker. And, they, and it's hard. It's easy to get in. It's hard to get the fuck hard out. Hard to get the fuck out. That's a fact. That's a fact, yo. You ain't got to question that one. Man. Very hard to get out. Hard to get out. Some niggas be almost out the door and they find another case in another county. And then send them niggas Oh, yeah, back. that's regular. Oh, <laughs> nigga. Nigga, lock the man. You got two more warrants in another my state. My heart can't take that, yo. Yeah. My heart can't take that. Yeah, I don't want no scabes with the law. No, sir. I stay out they face. Yep. I told people parole probably was the best thing to happen to me. Because I actually learned how to move and deal yep. with police. Like, them times that they give you for curfew yes. are really the times that you should be in the house if you ain't doing shit. Listen, I was in Minnesota <laughs> this weekend. Mm-hmm. Had a great show packed out there. Me, Bruce Bruce, Tony Roberts. Bruce, and Tony Roberts. what the fuck is up with Bruce yeah, Bruce? Bruce doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm selling my DVDs afterwards. Nigga was on house arrest. He said, TK, let me buy a DVD. I got to hurry up and get home because I got to be there by 1030 because I'm on house arrest. I said, nigga, you going to jail. It's 1023. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be there at 1030. Exactly. They locking you the fuck up, my yep. nigga. You got this fucked up. At 1035. You got this fucked up. At 10.35, they're going to lock your they ass up. They locking your ass up. <laughs> hey, I would never take a chance like that. Mm-hmm. I'll go to a show and leave 45 minutes before I'm supposed to be there. Shit, but that's the games I play. Shit, I did I did two parole violations. Okay. But it, I had to do them. In order, I had to get rid of parole because I'm very hard to control. Okay, I understand. So I couldn't really take it. Like, I, I asked to go back to jail a couple times. Like, okay. just take me back and let me right. finish this. Okay, I respect that. Because I couldn't handle it. My son was, I mean, my oldest brother was like that. Yeah, I just, yeah. the fucking, that, the control. And to know that you'll slap the shit out your parole officer. Yes. And for them to talk to you in a certain way. Right. It hurts so much. It hurts, my man. I totally agree. Because some, some people who are in power don't know how to lead. Mm. And when you get the motherfuckers who got that kind of power and try to be disrespectful, they don't they're not leaders. Yeah, you they, never they, you they never been it. a leader or something. So now that you have this little power, you think you can talk to me and disrespect me, but this too shall pass. Mm. I'm not always going to be on probation. Exactly. And there's a date that says I'm free one day. Not that I'm going to come back and get you, mm-hmm. but I'm always going to remember you for the rest of my life. And you'd be surprised sometimes how two people can meet. And that's the thing about you gentlemen who are you listening to our journeys. Understand that if you're going through a parole situation now, probation situation, you violated probation, you're going to jail. And But when you get past it, learn what me and, this, me and tax season is talking about is get your life together because you don't want that. No, you don't. You don't want no one having nothing over your head. Mm-hmm. You just want to live a solid, smooth life because it's all about peace of mind. Get this money, fellas. In the history of Afro American men, niggas ain't getting this kind of money. <laughs> Do you understand what the fuck I'm saying? So you guys got to take advantage of it. And all kind of way, you got engineers, you got motherfuckers um, producing songs, you got yes. people doing podcasts. So many jobs. It's man. so many jobs. You know. To, um, Instead of saying that you hate taxis and uh, hate a T.K. Kirkland or hate a Charlemagne, ask the niggas for advice and opportunities. Where I can I go? I just tweeted this out. I said, because Charlemagne, they, they got him in the New York Times um, 
magazine and it says um the god of radio so right. i tweeted it out and i was like yo man y'all niggas gotta learn right if you see a motherfucker winning and they got the formula you should probably take notes or something right Just instead of hating fucking with Charlamagne since <laughs> january he, he hooking me up with you guys for the podcast mm-hmm. he got me a book deal mm-hmm. he got me the motherfucking the, the tv show i'm getting ready to do called the d Exactly. It's just so much fly shit. That's why I, I like Charlamagne. Charlamagne ain't no hater. He ain't like, no hater, I mean, like, I got that I, nigga, I shit on yeah. a rapper from New York a lot, right? Right. And everybody know me for it. Mm-hmm. I have people that try to come up to me and be cool with me right. through not liking the same rapper. Okay. And it's like, I'm not that type of nigga. Right. I don't give a fuck if you don't like the person that I don't like. Right. That's not going to make me cool with you. Right. And I just love that Charlamagne would be like... Yo, I just listening to the new what's the name? That shit was hard. Right. And cause another person would use it cause they know I don't like them and be right. like, yo, I don't like that shit. That shit is whack. And little shit like that be right. like, damn, I appreciate this nigga. Cause it ain't these niggas don't exist. They right. out here acting like they don't like somebody cause I don't like them. Right. You know what I mean? You gotta be your own man. You gotta be your own motherfucking you be your man. man. If I like the motherfucking nigga, that's whatever your beef. Exactly. That's your beef. We still gonna be cool. But I'm yep. not going to dislike the nigga because you don't dislike. That's exactly. only for your bitch. Like, if you tell your girl, I don't fuck with that nigga. Exactly. Your girl got to be like, I don't fuck with I that nigga. I don't fuck with that nigga either. <laughs> That's the way that goes down. Yeah. All right. Now it's time to talk about the Razor Guard, Tristan Walker, and Bevel. Saw the Bevel team doing very big things at the Barbican recently in New York City. And shout out to Tristan for switching things up a bit and offering my fans their first month off of Bevel free this week. That's right, free. But more on that in a minute. But first, shout out to the homie, A.G. the Coroner, who tweeted, about to be on the cover of Jet Magazine in a suit smile, fresh Bevel shave. And also apologize to... I don't know how to say your name, who tweeted, damn, Taxstone, that bevel made me miss my flight. They took my razors, so I had to use a Bic on vacay. Now my necks look like a pack of nerds. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I want so much more for you. You knew better. You should have did better, and you know you shouldn't have left without your bevel. I understand they took it, but you wasn't supposed to use no Bic on your trip, beloved. Be wiser. Believe me. Start shaving smarter today at GetBevel.com. And as I told you, the big homie Tristan Walker has decreed that this week, everyone who goes to GetBevel.com and uses code TAXSTONE will get their first month of Bevel for free. That's right, free. But that's a limited time to the first 200 listeners. So please do not delay. You need to move very fast on this deal. Get your first free month Bevel at GetBevel.com. Use code TAXSTONE. Get Bevel. Me and my daughter's mother broke up, and she said to me, oh, baby, I'm sorry that happened, but I'm going to stay in touch with her. Because you had a kid. I ain't talked to my aunt for three years. <laughs> when we finally spoke, she said, well, why did you cut me off? I said, because when I said, fuck that bitch, you my aunt. You supposed to say, fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. And it was the funniest shit, but it was real. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the way that goes. When it's family or your girl, yeah. if I say we don't fuck with that nigga, it's over. Better, it's over. It's wrapped up. Yep, baby. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with him too, baby. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with him too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. So what do you think about this Prince situation, yo? Oh, man, man. There's so much shit with Prince. I mean, I've just been looking back and just, you know, just, I don't know, man. Like The thing about all the people who've died, Whitney, Michael, Prince, Luther Vandross, 
Um, I don't feel sorry for him. Mm. I don't feel sorry for him because, see, I know God gave you nine to ten opportunities to stop. Mm. I know God sent you to rehab. I know God made you sick. And he kept giving you warnings before he's going to take your card away. Now, two things happen in life. If you're doing wrong, two things happen in life. God sends you to jail sometime to get your life together. So you come back out. It's called reborn. Or he gives you so many chances if you're a drug addict. But when he sees that you didn't take it seriously, like that, you're gone. Because he don't play. Prince situation, he didn't have to go. Because before he died, Michael Jackson died. Hmm. Now, if that ain't a motherfucking warning, because you're supposed to use, sometimes you use other people's pain to better your life. It's like, oh, I ain't going out like that. Then Prince running around here with all this money, but your personal business affairs is not intact. You don't have a will. Yeah, man, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, to you me, don't man. have your shit in order. And black men, when we leave to create a legacy, you got to have your shit in order. Yeah, you got to leave it to your motherfucking family right. and people. You got to have it right. Like Cause I, print I, shit is about to go to some Jewish dudes. Yo, <laughs> I'm just saying the Jewish dudes going to get it anyway. What people don't understand, the Michael Jackson estate, there's two attorneys on that. They pimping that system colder than a motherfucker because they never did a dance step. They was never in rehearsal. Mm. But Michael left the estate to the law firm. They are the ones who manage it and distribute. Now, you know, if me and you as the attorneys on that, we're going to feed each other. We're going to eat our asses off because the estate now is worth a billion something dollars. <sighs> now, when me and you die, guess what? We got little things in there that other people don't know about. So we take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. We pay. Now, I'm, I'm, now, on other jobs I'm doing, that money in my pocket, I'm living like a king off motherfucking Michael Jackson's money. And that's why I tell gangbangers. Gangbangers out here gangbang without no life insurance. Yeah. You they got die to, now and they just they got to go fund me the nigga, next day. Gangbanging, if you smart and you really mm. about that life, Take out life insurance, nigga. Real shit. So that so when, when you, you die, die, some niggas in your <clears throat> your crew are millionaires. Yep. I always tell people, death should not be a tragedy. It should be profitable. But, that, but that's how most whites created wealth right. over time. And yep. we haven't because we didn't have the knowledge of life insurance. Right. Yep. The, the thing is, is that this, nigga, you know you're going to die. You you're alive know. and you're going to die one you're day. You're going to die. So you get life insurance. Right. So whoever you fuck with, your right. mama, your, your wife, whoever it is, could get some money, motherfucker, right. yep. and create some wealth. I tell people all the time, death should not be a tragedy. It should be profitable. When you die, somebody should blow up off your death. I know it sounds fucked up, but you want somebody to say, yo, Uncle James died, nigga. For us. <laughs> we blew up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And let me put you people up on game. If you take out a million-dollar life insurance policy and you die, mm-hmm. you never leave the principal to the person that you're leaving it to. You let them live off the interest. On a million dollars, the interest a year is $100,000. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're getting $100,000 off a million, Plus, you got a job, you living like a fucking king. That's true. Now, when you die, you leave that million to somebody else to let them live off the interest. As you go into your second, 
and third generation of family, everybody is millionaires. Now your name is attached to a legacy because what they know is like, oh, Uncle James left me this million dollars. Yep. I'm going to leave this to you. Now you have people owning uh, um, sandwich shops, shoe stores, whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, you gotta, whatever, whatever you want to get into. But now your life is a little better. You're not, you're not, you're, you're not going to get seven, eight hundred million. But you live a comfortable life because you don't really need a lot of money in society today. You just need enough to make sure your rent, your cable, you can go shopping when you want. You want to be able to take your girl out at least three, four times a month. You want to do all these type of things, mm-hmm. and that's important. You know, and that's what motherfuckers need to understand. <clears throat> and once they do that, you can pull things together and take care of your family. That's a fact. Life insurance is definitely something that motherfuckers in the hood need to. Um, they need to take it seriously. Very seriously. Very go seriously. right now when you listening to this shit, motherfucker. Right. Take your ass. And go it's only like $39, $40 a month. This is what I'm saying. What do you say? He's speaking to gangbangers. Nigga. You in the street talking shit every day. You're going to die. You're going to die. But make sure you leave motherfucking millions. Exactly. Millions. Oh, nigga. It's a, it's a, it's a cold game. I know game. the first thing that got me tight with that Prince shit was when they said Prince didn't leave a will. I was that like, That fucked yo. me up, too. People was like, yo, Prince is a legend for that. I was like, no, motherfucker. Nah, yo. And no. I try to think, is he a legend? And my nah. common sense almost took me the wrong way. And common sense said, yeah, man. He ain't handled his motherfucking business right. Nah, man, he didn't, man. He ain't handled his business that's, right. That's just that's definitely a discussion I've been having the last couple of weeks. Like, yo, man, niggas got to motherfucking get life insurance. You gotta get life. Motherfuckers in- die and don't get nothing. Like, don't get nothing, and that means you're worthless on earth. Exactly. And let me put you motherfuckers around the country on something. If your credit ain't right before you die, and you don't have life insurance before you die. You can't get into the VIP section in heaven, nigga. <laughs> they tell you stand That's over crazy. here for a minute. They tell you, excuse me, I'm sorry. You have to stand over here. The line is long. <laughs> the line is long. Oh, man. Yeah. Fuck that. We with TK Kirkland, the original scammer. Yes, sir. Yo, give us some give me some insight on your scamming days, man. Like Well, scamming to me, it wasn't really scamming. Mm-hmm. My word was opportunity. How can I keep money in my pocket? Mm-hmm. But, and, and see, and that's what see, Avis rental cars, budget, airlines are scammers. But they are legal scammers. Mm. Because you go to, so let's say we go to the the Waldorf Astoria today, and the rooms is Eight hundred dollars a night, but this weekend the rooms is probably more or less. So what happens is, me and you know on some real ain't no fucking room in the world worth eight hundred, two thousand dollars a night. I don't give a fuck how you slice it up. Mm-hmm. What people say, well, don't stay there. Well, I want to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to stay there. <laughs> well, I want to stay there, but I'm gonna do it. Under my rules, I'm going to do it to the point that maybe I don't have to spend the old, the whole eight hundred dollars. <laughs> well, how would you? How would you not spend this whole eight? There's two things you can go. <laughs> Years ago, if I had a credit card or hookup, you use somebody else's credit card, you flip it, you have the ID, you do your type of thing. As you get older, the thing to do is have an inside connect. Where you come in, oh, Mr. Kirkland, how you doing? How many rooms you want? Boom, 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 boom. We're going to show you a discount. 
You always want to have a discount. You can because you want to keep more money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. To compete against this world, you got to run your life, your, your corporation, your brand. Mm-hmm. The goal, just like Avis, just like Microsoft, is how much money you come home with. That's profit. Mm-hmm. So that's how come these companies go out overseas with jobs. Why do they, they, they don't do that because they love the people overseas. It's not their family members. They ain't got to pay them shit. They ain't got to pay them shit. So it's about profit. Mm-hmm. So what I do is almost similar. But my goal when I go home is profit. How much fucking <laughs> profit did I have to make sure that my daughters can get their hair done? Mm-hmm. I could take them shopping. I could take them on trips. And if I'm fucking with a female and she needs something, I could break off a few dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell guys all the time who cheat. These niggas will fuck another nigga's girl and you won't get the nigga nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if I fuck any nigga girl. Where's the chivalry? Yeah, if I fuck <laughs> any nigga girl, nigga, when she come back in town, she coming back with gifts. Mm-hmm. For you. But I always tell bitches, man, don't don't be don't don't just be cheating on your man for free. Don't cheat on your nigga. I'll get, take get a, a bitch bill shopping. paid. Right. Chop my chop a bill down for right. me. Right. Be respectful. Be respectful. Like I'll get I'll get you something and if it's cold in the area that you live in, and I might have seen the nigga, because I ain't gonna fuck your girl if I know you. Mm-hmm. But if I might have seen you, I'm like, baby, ain't it cold out there? <laughs> <laughs> get the nigga some scarves. <laughs> <laughs> Send this nigga some thermal Give this socks. This nigga some scarves. I don't want the nigga to catch a cold. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's stupid. Yo. I don't want the nigga to catch a cold. I don't want the nigga to catch a cold. Get that nigga some scarves. Yeah. Uh, and if I fuck with the girl and her nigga in jail. I'm going to come by and put oh. something on the nigga's books. Yo, I've done that one a couple times. You got to have phone privileges. You got to have snacks. I'm not going to fuck you. And you up there and you can't get snacks and you can't call your family. Yeah. What kind of nigga would nah, I be? I've paid, I've paid dudes phones. I've paid for chicks to go up there to right. go see niggas yeah, and all that. Yeah, go see your nigga. I tell a girl in a minute if I'm fucking you. Because I'm only doing the right for the community. Exactly. See, some niggas will get, fuck a girl give back. and destroy. I'm going to fuck you and teach you. Mm. See, there's a difference. I'm going to show you how to get money. I'm going to show you how to keep your credit good. I'm going to show you how to raise the bar on what type of niggas you fuck with after you fuck with me. Mm. I can't be in your life forever. I'm busy. I'm going to be on the plane in the morning. So I'm going to fuck you. We're going to go shopping. I'm going to show you how to catch sales. So you tell a nigga you want sales so a nigga don't think you're trying to get over on a nigga like, oh, the bitch likes sales. My kind of bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, because niggas want to hear sales. Yeah. You know, don't take me into a full price store. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't take me into a full price store. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. You know, bitch, think about me too. Mm-hmm. Catch a sale. Catch a fucking sale. Yeah, catch a sale. Oh, man. TK, I saw this sale, baby. Let's go. Because I like sales too. And get your nigga some scarves. And get him some scarves, too, and some thermal socks. My nigga, tax season. Yo, yo, you motherfucking, what was the most, what's the most memorable, because you was, you did, what tours was you doing? The greatest tour, is two situations that happened on tour. I've been on tour from NWA mm-hmm. to the Hard hard Not Life tour. Yeah. To the Rough Riders Cash Money tour. Damn. Um... I've done it all, right? It was like the most legendary tours in hip-hop. Legendary tours in hip-hop. Two, three things happen is 
Let's go back. We go forward, then we go back. When I was on tour with Baby and them and the Rough Riders, and all the maiden men was on tour out of Boston. Yeah. They loved me. The Rough Riders loved me. The cash money. So I don't know what's going on one day. We're in Boston. We got, we're doing shows there for three nights. Something happened the night before with DMX and some other people that the shit was heated by the time we got to the venue. I'm standing in the middle backstage and these niggas is fighting to kill each other. <laughs> but they passing me. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody fucking with me because TK the, the funny guy. Yeah. But I'm watching these niggas get their ass whipped and the Rough Riders bought it to them niggas, yo. <laughs> Do you hear me? They thought them Rough Riders were some weak-ass niggas. Uh, them Rough Riders. Who was they fighting? Made Men? They straight fucking Made Men. Oh, yeah, and, but yeah, Made Men that. is in Boston. Mm-hmm. So that's their home turf. Yeah. Rough Riders tore that motherfucker down. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm telling you? Yeah, they better have Them that niggas ain't no joke, dog. All them dirty Yonkers niggas. Yeah, them niggas, them Rough Riders tore, I swear to God, I was witness. Mm-hmm. But it fucked up our money. Yeah. Because the next three cities, we was getting ready to do Miami and some other shit. They ain't want us in there because, you know, it was just a liability. Mm-hmm. And they think that shit going to spread. You know, it's a black tour. You know how they treat us. Yeah, exactly. You know? Then my other memorable moment was the Luda tour. And when we was on tour with Luda, and we got to Vegas, and, um, you know, I'm the first act on, bringing everybody on. I can't find a promoter to get my money because once Luda go on, we all leaving. Luda shut that motherfucker down until that promoter paid me my money. Yeah. Listen to me, about two hours. He wasn't going on. I said, find that motherfucker promoter. TK got to get his motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. Never forget that. That's that's a real nigga to me. I love him. And the other um, great tour to me was um, Straight Outta Compton. Easy E, Ice Cube, MC Ren, Dr. Dre. Damn, what year was that? That was in 1988-89. And that to me was the greatest tour ever. And I'm going to explain to you why. I saw young men that came out of Compton change society do you understand see they changed the world like you hear run dmc who was great Mm -hmm. and people loved them you have all the new york rap artists and all these guys was phenomenal in their own way but nwa changed the game to the point rappers even to this day say they're gangster rappers Mm -hmm. nwa started that shit and that's their legacy. Mm-hmm. I took what Dr. Dre and Straight Outta Compton was all about to my stand-up. That's how come my show is so real, because I am a reporter of the streets. Mm-hmm. I travel the world. I listen to people. I take their issues, and I go on stage, and I make it funny, but I make you laugh but learn at the same time. Got to teach him. Got to teach him. So I'm going to either intimidate you or inspire you. At the end of the night, Damn, which you might have fucking described me, my nigga. <laughs> you might have described me. That might be who I am. Right. I'm going to intimidate you or inspire you. I might which intimidate one, you or inspire right. you. Which one would you choose at the end of the evening? Because it's all about choices. Mm-hmm. So did I inspire you to better yourself? 
or then I intimidate you that you're going to text me or email me and complain like a bitch where you should take the energy I just put out there and become a better motherfucker, yo. T to the motherfucking K. T to the motherfucking K. (laughs) (laughs) This my motherfucking nigga. (laughs) We friends for life after this, man. Yes, sir. Thank God for Duce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on this shit for about two hours now. Okay, cool. Nah, this is nah. I I really like that because I always tell people I'm aggressive. Right. So um when I meet women a lot of times, the first time they meet me, mm-hmm. they either like me all the way or right. they turned off. Right. But even the ones that's turned off end up liking me mm-hmm. later on. Right. I think it's because they get to learn my personality later, but well, my uh, aggressiveness. I can see your aggressiveness. Them. Yeah. And what, you, what the thing that you got to remember about you, and I see what you're talking about, you're a man at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And your job when you meet a woman is to be utmost. You're her concierge. You only become disrespectful to a woman when she crossed the line. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if we was in the 20s, right, you saw a woman walking down the street, you would tip her hat off. You would tip your hat off to her mm. to show respect. So what I want you to do is take that same energy that you have right now and tone it down a little bit and be that much more nicer. Now, if a bitch crossed the line, mm. you have my, 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 my authority <laughs> yeah. to become that nigga. But other than that, because you're a handsome guy, no hormone tenant. You're yeah. young. You got the beard. You, I can see how women My could be. My beard's luxurious. I can see bitches really feeling you. <laughs> but you can have more because I want you to be a gentleman. See, because you don't open a woman's door, do you? Yeah and no. Once in a while. Yeah. But I want that to be your thing because mm-hmm. it's going to be a nigga across the street. See, you get in the car with a bitch and say, yo, that's tax season. That nigga just opened that bitch door. So that the, that's what the fuck. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? And it's gonna trickle on down. It's, it's gonna trickle on down, and that's how we teach these men to become better men. It's, it's men like you. It's men like me who people look up. I'm 55. I'm almost getting ready to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You still here? So my job is to give you this wisdom. Start opening these women's door. Bring you. I bet this year no, you ain't I love bit. learning. I love yeah. trying new things. Yeah, you know? and you ain't sometimes get... I need to be told what to do. Yes, sir. You know? Like it's been how about probably two years since you bought bitch flowers. Nah, I, I do that. I you do, do it that. on a regular basis? No, no, not on a regular you, basis. I want you to do it on a regular basis because you're a real nigga. Bitches don't expect that from real niggas. Mm. They think soft niggas supposed to give bitch flowers. Ain't nothing like a real nigga coming in, getting ready to fuck the hell out of his bitch, and she got flowers. Mm. You on dick the down, the bitch became a squirter. You got a <laughs> mind right. You drinking the say and shit. Yeah. Got the flower, the bitch like, yeah, tax season bought me the motherfucking flowers. <laughs> you at your job, and the bitch taking pictures of the flowers you bought, posting it. Oh, yeah, that's oh, that nigga, thing, that's that gangster. can't wait to post some yeah, flowers. Yeah, bitch, that make a girl, that's what makes a bitch pussy wet, my nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a girl pussy wet. Keep they pussies wet. That's Keep what niggas wet. do. Niggas be getting these girls angry. It's a drought. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pussy it's a drought. drought cause niggas is aggravating bitches. Uh-huh. Bitches don't want to fuck. They dry, the pussies is drying up. You know, they, they, they extremely focused, nigga. Yeah. You know, we want to fuck these girls and treat them good that they know is beautiful black men out here, strong black men out here getting money, mm-hmm. touching real motherfucker paper that'll do things for you. Yo, how would you, how do you teach proper pussy management? 
proper pussy management comes from listening to a nigga like me. And let me explain to what I mean. Proper pussy management is that a man has to get into a woman's mind first before you fuck her. See, most niggas never get pussy. So they want to <clears> fuck immediately. Dick the bitch down or whatever. And sometimes that's cool, but it's not good. Because we are leaders. So when we meet a girl, we want to teach her so much shit. That even if you don't fuck with her no more, when she see you across the room at a club, she'll send you a drink or you'll send her a drink and all oh, y'all still cool. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. That's important. Some niggas, um, I believe in eating a bitch pussy in a movie theater. That's just me. You're an adventurous one. Yeah. I want to take you <laughs> up to the top and I'll tell you, make sure you wear a skirt. You don't know what's getting ready to happen. And while we eating popcorn, while we eating licorice or... A drink <laughs> I'm, I might get that urge that I'll get on my knees pull your skirt back mm-hmm. eat your pussy real good make it come but you got you can't be loud because we can't go to jail yeah you know sometimes I might go we go into the corner that means I want you to give me head mm. and what's happening in society now women are not using a lot of saliva mm. so in the tri-state area research has shown that bitches have been passing out <laughs> in hotel rooms <laughs> <laughs> Yo, prayers, prayers for these bitches in the tri-state, man. Yeah, bitches been falling out. Yeah, because they're not getting another enough water intake. Mm. So my job here tonight is to send out this um, this message, public announcement, because when bitches fall out the bed. Because in the tri-state area is a lot of radiators. Mm. So when bitches fall out the bed, they're hitting their heads mm. on the radiator. And paramedics can't get to them as quickly as possible that's needed. Fashion. Yeah, because the bitches Damn. is passed out. So they're getting burns on the ear. You know, might get a little scar on side of the face. So ladies, <laughs> if you listen to this, upgrade your water intake. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Praise for all the women out there with dry mouths. Right. Praise to the women with women who whose saliva gain yeah. is 5.7. All those parched throats yes, out there. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh, man, we got to give back, man. I want more for our sisters. I, and that's why I do what I do. Mm-mm. Because I try to teach them to make better choices. At my shows, I look to see if women got Rolexes on. I look to see if they have ca- half a carrot earrings. Yeah. And I say, you hoes been sucking dick for years. <laughs> <laughs> and you're losing. You're losing. You're losing. I don't see no Rolex on none of you bitches. Yeah. I say, you hoes are sucking dick. And some of y'all swallow. <laughs> and you can't get nothing on layaway from Jared. Yo, I just said today on Twitter, I said, yo, because we was talking about athletes. Mm-hmm. We, they was talking about tall dudes. And I was like, yo, man, a lot of athletes, a lot of women I know that dealt with athletes always telling me stories about how they got their ass beat. Right. I said, athletes is violent. So then I said, after that, I was like, yo, man, I want more for us. You ladies that's dealing with cheap athletes need to sit your ass down. Real talk. And see, and, and the thing about athlete is most of them are young. Most of them are in their 20s, mm. so they really don't know. You know, I heard a story about Cam Newton. You know, one of my female friends was going to date Cam Newton, but she said the nigga was corny. Mm-hmm. And most of these niggas are corny who get because they their parents took them to um, Little League. They played, they kept exactly. honest. And it's good that we have them niggas. Yeah. 
it's good that we have the niggas playing football because we need you to cheer on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But most of these women want a real nigga. Do you understand what I'm saying? And when I mean a real nigga, not catching cases, that shit is done. That played out in 1988. Mm-hmm. A real nigga who's going to be a man, you're not going to be insecure. You're not going to talk to your woman any kind of way. You're going to respect her. You're going to talk to her properly. Mm-hmm. And you're going to teach her. Because if you teach them and you break up, you show a girl how to keep money in her pocket. You teach her how to manage her pussy properly, which is extremely important. Because some bitches want to be in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and when a girl want to be in love, she wound up fucking the wrong guy. Exactly. See, so now you got to learn how to love yourself. Then, as once you learn yourself, you pretty much can pick and choose the type of man. That's why I kind of respect Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is probably one of the biggest holes that we know of mm-hmm. in society in this last 10, 15 years. But she fucked so many people that she thinks she's fucking with the right guy, Kanye West. <laughs> you know, she thinks she's fucking with the right dude. Kanye West is a bitch nigga to me. Yeah. You know, like, it's nothing to take away from him. I was on, like, that way a man with that type of bitch moves. Mm-hmm. When you got that type of bitch nigga, you got to be a man, nigga. This nigga on fucking Twitter asking for money. You got, you got, you wearing contact lenses to yeah, them certain contacts. events. I was like, what the fuck? You know, you holding that. That nigga supposed to be in a motherfucking tux. With with that type of woman, Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. that's getting that kind of paper. You supposed to be in a motherfucking tux, coming in like a man. You know who niggas really need to look at as a man? Stefan, motherfucking Oprah's man. That she's been fucking with for years. You ain't Stedman. Ne- Stedman. Stedman. You ain't never heard nothing about this nigga. Stedman been moving real stealth like for Smooth, years. Smooth, nigga. Off the radar. Player. Player. I was on the plane with the nigga one year. And we was landing in Dayton, Ohio. I don't know who, I, I don't know where he was going. I don't know if he had a bitch in there. And that's if he did. That's his thing. But to this day, and Oprah, one of the richest bitches in the world... And you know they want to find something to her, that, whether it's her, her, her friend uh, um, that's on CB, the gal. Yeah. They want to find something on them just to try to tear down because she's so rich. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers is smooth. You're right. Smooth, brother. 100% correct. Niggas ain't never heard shit about Stedman. Never. Niggas never knew if Stedman whistled next to a next bitch exactly. before. That motherfucker is smooth, Stepping yo. definitely is the way to move out it's here. The, that's the way you got to move. So when, see, niggas get a bitch that got money, the nigga try to find a way to tear the bitch down. Mm. Because deep down inside, he's insecure. Oh, this bitch getting this money. Or he want to take, he want to pimp her so hard, buy me a bag. Buy me that MCM bag. <laughs> buy me that $1,500 belt. That's abusing, nigga. You don't really need the belt. Mm-hmm. You don't really need the bag. Your job is to go to the park, walk your girl, eat a pussy, fuck a good champagne. And if she want to trick off on you a little something, let her trick off on you a little something. I always tell ladies, you only give a nigga money if he's built up equity in the relationship. You know, if you've been with you five, ten years, he did, did you did good by him. And a, a nigga not working, get up early in the morning before you go to work, suck the nigga's dick, right? And leave forty dollars on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and leave forty dollars on the table. Make sure it's fives, because it looks like a lot when you wake up <laughs> and you see it on the corner of your eye. Like, oh, 
Oh, she left me a few dollars. And that way, when I get up about one thirty, I go get a Subway sandwich, you know, uh-huh. some chips and a. That's a fact. Yo, you definitely got to do a podcast. Thank you, fam. Definitely got to do a podcast, <laughs> man. I told you, man, the people the people with the best podcasts are the people that lived. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and there's people, there's other people like, because you 55, it's right. other 55-year-olds in podcasting. Yes. But they ain't really lived. No, they haven't really lived. Never That's really one lived. thing I can honestly say. So nobody's really interested in what they got to say. Right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to your man outside because mm-hmm. he said Christmas slow. He yeah. said, Chris is a white guy, TK. Yeah, Chris Come is fuck white. with me so we get this shit popping. Because the nigga told me he was a big fan. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I, that's why I speak to everybody, because I don't know who know me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I speak to everybody because I've been around so long, I don't know who the fuck knows me. Yeah. So I'm going to show Mela. Even if I didn't know you, I'm, gonna show, I'm, I'm just that kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Because I appreciate what God has done for my life. You know what I'm saying? Real shit, man. Every day, man, I say that shit, man. I be like, man, you motherfuckers don't understand. Yeah. I just was in a box um, getting candy bars at commissary. Yeah. You understand? Where they, they have you locked up at? Um, up north. I was, was up north? Yeah, okay. Oh, you was, was in prison? Really, yeah, yeah, I was okay. in prison. Oh, yeah, there's a whole nother game yeah, up there. Yeah, I was in prison. I just went to Rikers. Mm-hmm. I never got off the... And I, was, mm-hmm. I came back. At the, once you leave Rikers, niggas, a whole nother yeah. world. Went from Rikers to up there, everywhere. Every, yeah. Every spot. Southport, the worst box. All right. So I'm happy York for State. you, fam. I'm, I'm happy as look a motherfucker. Look at you, nigga. <laughs> nigga, look at you in some plush shit, nigga. <laughs> you got, I'm you happy as you a motherfucker. You got Jordan's on brand new socks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to have brand new socks on, my nigga. Oh, you duh, understand? Right. And not core craft socks. Right, you know what right. I mean? State socks and right. state soap. You know what's the most humiliating thing getting knocked up? You're going to be like, yo, T, you so right. When you put on another nigga's underwear, <laughs> that got to be the lowest, <laughs> the greatest. The lowest form of. The worst fucking thing you can, when you go through that, that lockup. That, oh. that and the motherfucker and the motherfucker looking in your ass. Right. And and then, and then when you do it, talking about do it again. Right. Because he's. I, I don't feel sorry for that. I'm going to tell you what I do feel sorry for. Do you know most of the things you do during the day, you think about when you lay down. Mm-hmm. That nigga who got to look at everybody's ass, when he go to sleep at night, that's all the fuck you see. <laughs> it's 40 assholes. 40 asses, nigga. Oh, this is in his subconscious man, for the rest of his life. This nigga see this forever. I used to come on visits, man, because, you know, I always tell people, man, I used to stick shit in my ass, man. Right. Weed, lighters, scalpels. Right. Um, Man, shit, everything right. coming off that visit floor yep. in order to survive in prison. Yep. And I used to sit there and I used to bend over and call f- for this dude leaving that visit floor. And I used to be like, this motherfucker really looking in my ass, That's man. That's crazy, yo. Like, and I'm just hoping that none of them balloons are sticking right, out. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. But it's uh, um those two things really make you think about getting locked up, nigga. I don't never want to experience I don't that again. I want to go to jail, man. Yeah. yeah. The only thing with me is that you know, like, I still struggle with a with with, with certain things. Like, you know, you know, through my whole, I, I guess, criminal career, I was mm-hmm. violent. Right. Okay. I was getting money, but my I never went to jail for getting money. Okay. I always got locked up for, for being violent. And that's when they show you no love. No love, nigga. Beloved. When you get locked up for violence, yeah. Like if you was doing time now and they passed that Obama shit, you couldn't even get out. 
Cause you had a violent case. Exactly. Now that's I just I I got locked up a couple years ago for some shit, and I was facing fifteen to life. Right. For a busted lip. Damn. You understand what I'm saying? They got that kind of law out here. Yeah. Yo? Three strikes. Like. Oh, you, you got know? three strikes. Yeah. yeah okay. So I'm a, pr- a violent predicate. Okay. Yeah. So like I could have a fight with a dude right now, and, and if he decided to tell on me. Yep. That's what I'm facing. That's what you're facing. My minimum is 15 to That's life. what I, um, when I did the Puffy scam um, in the 90s, mm-hmm. I had already caught a case in L.A. What did you buy on Puffy's credit card? I never borrowed, I never, see, the, it was a girl mm-hmm. who I was fucking that had Puffy's credit card. Mm. She explained to me, TK, this is the way you got to move. I didn't listen to her. And the shit backfired, but I never snitched on her. I took mm-hmm. the weight, handled it. And the rest of, and that's the way we moved. Mm-hmm. So when that went down, and I lost my train of thought. So what was? We, how do we get to that <laughs> subject again? You you asking the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> you do too, I huh? lose my train of thought. I lost my motherfucking train of thought every two minutes. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but um, damn, we both fucked up. Yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, we both fucked up. But it's cool. It goes to show that we real. Yeah. You know, and that we forget things. Well, I talk about, uh, we was talking about jail. Mm-hmm. We was talking about how we don't want to go back. We was talking about... I don't know. Um, how the fuck we jumped into Puffy's car? I don't know how we got into the Puffy car thing anyway. That's me, because, you know, I'm retarded. So at right. times, I just jump in the shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. You know, you remind me of a... Um, you ever heard of a gentleman named Eric Von Zip? No. Eric Von Zip was coldest, one of the coldest hustlers in New York City. Mm. We was roommates out in California back in the day. Just doing what we do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And he passed away a couple of years ago. But no one will ever know that me and him was connected. Mm-hmm. That's how smooth I kept my business under radar. And um, you remind me of him. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm a, I'm a good judge of character. I know that you have gone through your trials and tribulations in life. And you really appreciate what you do. So when I explain to you about that energy, that too aggressive, no one's never taken the time to say your tax. Control that energy mm-hmm. because you it's so much more you can have. So much more you can have. Tone the energy down a little, especially when it comes to the women. Mm-hmm. Because you a fly nigga. You remind me of um, um, Wesley Snipes, Omar from... <laughs> Now, that's a compliment because bitches loved Wesley Snipes back in the day because of the dark, the black nigga. You yeah, mommy. He was the ma- only pitch yeah, black nigga you on, in the game. You, on, you mommy of Omar from The Wire. That nah, type of shit, real wait, nigga. Wasn't Omar sucking dick? Nah, yeah, but. Nah, don't yeah. mind me that nigga. Okay, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're just a real nigga. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that means a lot from the place I'm from mm-hmm. because real recognize real. And other real niggas is going to give you the utmost. But how old are you now? 31. Oh, nigga. The next 31 10, in August. The next 10 years is going to be phenomenal because you're still a youngster. Mm-hmm. Wait till the next 10 years, my nigga. And how the, when, when the young kids now start becoming young men. And like I told you, my job is to give the information. It's up to you how you process it. They're going to hear it, but at least they heard it. So when they get the next 10 years, they'll know which way they gotta go it's funny cause I get that shit now with old episodes and I only been out a year right and I got people like that hit me up on Facebook and different places and they yeah. like yo I just listened back to your show and I've I've already listened to these episodes mm-hmm. and you said something about this and like I'm just realizing it and I always my, I, my method is to always 
give the message, give the medicine to the kids. Yes. Give the message, give the medicine to the kids through the candy. Right. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta sometimes, you know, crack a joke with right. the, with the, with That's the knowledge true. in order for them to comprehend it. I totally agree. Because when you sitting there, and you just completely preaching. Right. They go blank. They yep. just they go blank. You know, they just totally start. Their mind wander. But you're phenomenal, fam. Yeah. Thank I see you, man. Appreciate you only been doing that. this a year. Yeah, oh, I got a year in. That's it, man. Ah, oh, nigga, you about to be the shit. Yeah, man. And I'm just gonna do this for a minute. This is not something I really wanted. I just got so much I need to tell the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like I'm an AARP member. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, in one of the, I'm in one of the coldest gangs in America. Yeah. You know? I just look young because I take care of myself because I eat pussy and use Noxzema. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't look my age. And I like dating young bitches. Uh -huh. You know? And when I take them out, we go to the movies. And I say, hey, baby, go silver there for a minute. And let me get the tickets. But they don't know when I walk up to the thing. I say, hey, how you doing? Can I get a senior citizen and a student? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this nigga's the worst. <laughs> oh shit! Can I get a senior citizen? Can I get a senior a citizen? Student? A student. This nigga's the sugar daddy of the planet. Yes, sir. Yo, what was the old motherfucker from from fucking? I've been trying to figure this dude name out for like three days. The um, was it Lester? The old dude from um, set it off. That was the set old. it off, set it off. Remember, set it off with Queen Latifah right. and Jada and them. Yeah, the old guy. I think his name was Lester. What the fuck was his name? The manager. At the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. At the at the pool hall. Yeah, the, the, the fuck out. Oh uh, yeah. I can't remember. Great I've been time. trying to figure that nigga name out for the longest. I've been calling all my old niggas that nigga. Yeah. Give mad bitches jobs and be fucking them on the side. Like, right. Man, I talk about that overtime. Right. <laughs> I talk about that in my show about I'm, how the girl. I'm about to bring this woman up here, man. I, I heard a um a fucked up story. Like I'm not in no 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 sexual assaults and you uh -huh. know what I mean. You know, niggas is down with none of that right, shit. Right. Right. But she. Work on a construction site mm -hmm. or whatever, and she goes to use the bathroom. So she says, you know, construction sites, you know, they be building makeshift right. bathrooms and shit. So she says she looks around to make sure, like, it ain't no, she looks, and it's a light flashing through a hole, and the motherfucker's, like, taping her through wow. the hole while she was in the bathroom. I told her, I said, I'm going to bring you on the show. I want yeah. you to come on the show and tell on this nigga yeah. on the show. Now she knows who it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, wow. I, yeah, that's that's the thing. I think she knows who. I got to speak to her again. Okay. But I want her to come on the show because I want her to expose it, and I want her to get some money for niggas doing that shit to right. her. See, that's what I mean by weak niggas. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to go do all that shit, nigga. Yeah, that shit is you different. Know, what, what you got to do, if you see somebody you like, approach the young lady like a man, nigga. Mm -hmm. Hey, babe, I find you extremely attractive. Mm -hmm. Can we go have the bitch say no? Guess what? There's a group of college bitches graduating in June. That's a fact. It's in a June. whole new team coming out here. In June, they coming. In June, they coming, yo. <laughs> These niggas got it fucked up. Oh, this shit is insane. Oh, man. Listen, man. We here, motherfucking TK Kirkland, motherfucking Caroline's tonight. Tonight, yo. I want y'all to know this, man. It's a group of bitches that's graduating in June. In June, man. Relax your little horny selves. Exactly. No sexual harassment. Right. No rape. Learn no. how to communicate. You know what? And learn how to control yourself. Control yourself. <laughs> Masturbate. I tell niggas, if you can't control yourself, fuck yourself, nigga. No, I fuck myself. I keep telling people. Fuck yourself. I'm, I'm horny, right? Right. I'm a horny dude. Right. So if I don't masturbate or have sex twice before I leave the house. Right. Any woman I see, I'll be overly yep, aggressive. Exactly. And 
I, 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 I have sex with myself in order to stop that because I don't want to be out here right. air humping like a, duck, right. a horny dog and, and shit. Uh, another thing that you young men need to know, masturbating, not masturbation is good for cutting down prostate cancer. Mm. Remember that. So I try to get niggas to get their numbers up. You should fuck yourself five, and it's true shit. You can Google it. Yeah. You gotta masturbate to help because if you don't use it, the sperm whatever it does does something to your system, and that's how you get prostate cancer. All you gotta do is Google it. Masturbate, masturbation helps cut down on prostate cancer. Wow, true story. Jules from Jules. TK Kirkland. Listen, everybody, I gotta get ready to go to bed, but listen to me on some real shit, right? If you in the New York area, Caroline's the night right now amongst comedians around the world is the hottest ticket in the fucking country. Let's and let me explain go. to you why. Because you got the legendary DJ Envy who's going to be popping the music. You got the, the god of comedy, Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. Then you probably have one of the most controversial stand-up comedians of our time. Like, what Cat Williams is doing was done years ago. Um, I don't talk about Cat because I tell people Cat is a grown fucking man. And that's the way he wants to live his life. Let us so be it. I'm done with that because it's, 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 it's so beneath my intelligence. I can't even comprehend that type of shit. And Cat's so retarded, he might try to pull out a gun on you in the airport. No, he respects me too much. <laughs> See, all these niggas respect me too much. They know they ain't coming that direction. Mm-hmm. But we want niggas to understand that they're blessed because you only going to get so many more chances. Mm-hmm. And then God's going to be like, they're going to have a meeting. Yeah, just like you said. Yeah. God gave you, the, gave you the chances. He gave you these chances. And then God's going to say, you know what? It's time to take that soul off the planet. And give it to somebody else. Mm. And that's just the way this shit goes down. But tomorrow night, 7.30, one show. Now, this airs early today. If you don't get your tickets by 11 or 12 o'clock, I promise you, be there at Caroline's about 6 o'clock before that door opens to see one of the most phenomenal stand-up comedians of our time, T.K. Kirkland. A.K.A. T to the motherfucking K. <laughs> and I know some of y'all don't travel a lot. So I need y'all to follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland at TK underscore Kirkland. Some of y'all can't spell and no disrespect. It's just like, <laughs> so let me spell Kirkland. K-I-R-K-L-A-N-D. And you too can see the world. To everybody, I want everybody to know they've been trying to get me and tax season together for a long time. Yeah. This is like the, 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 the meetings of the gods right now. And it's fucking lit now. Yeah, and I'm I'm impressed <laughs> with the young man. He's thirty one, he's the future. He's really Try. gonna teach you young men and women um some pheno- a, a phenomenal journey and I'm really glad I got the opportunity and to meet the brother. Management. Yeah, so I explained <laughs> to him about eating pussy. I explained to him about controlling his energy. I explained to him that his job is to to lead these young black men into becoming better men and to teach you young ladies who the fuck and who not the fuck. Mm. Because ladies, your choices is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> TK motherfucking Kirkley, y'all. Tax season. Be safe though. Yo, and may your pain be champagne. Gone. <laughs> 
This episode of Tax Season featuring Tax Stone is produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Chris Morrow, and engineered by none other than Samir Karam.